Hey, thanks for listening to the Blended Podcast. I'm Megan. I have a 16-year-old daughter named Tana from my previous marriage who is with us full-time. And in 2018, I married my husband, Chris. His daughter, Lena, is nine from his previous marriage. And I'm Derek, and I have Zeke, who's 11, Kingston, who's nine from a previous marriage, and married Jesse in 2018, and she didn't have any kids, but now we have one on the way. So walk with us as we share our crazy blended lives. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Blended Podcast. Mm -hmm. Megan and Derek here, and we asked a very interesting question this week. Yeah. um, And that was... What's one piece of advice? What's one thing that you would tell a couple getting ready to get married Mm -hmm. with a blended situation? That's right. And we wanted to hear from people who have been doing this for 25 years and people who are just starting out. Because to be honest, we get asked these, like, I feel like, I don't know if, okay, I do know. Mm -hmm. I was asked these questions all the time, um, just as someone that's worked with families and teens in the church. Like a lot of people ask me questions like, Hey, how do we do this? Or we're right. facing this. Do you have any advice? Yeah. And and I, I think it just it brings it more in, in a real way now. I kind of pay attention and maybe right. see that that happens. Yeah. But we get asked these kind of questions all the time. And so sometimes it's just for us to have good answers. Uh, right. For and people. I always think back to me and Chris had not been married. I'm trying to think if we were even actually married yet. It, we were either engaged, about to get married, or freshly right you know couple weeks in we went to a blended family conference and the entire you know you're at tables with other people so the entire conference all of these things they were saying you'll run into this problem and you'll run into that and we kept looking at each other and we're like this is we don't have any of these problems this is like we got this we must be like the greatest blended family ever all the people at our table are like oh my gosh, this is so relatable. Like we can, this, we're having all of these problems. And at the end of it, we were like, wow, we must just really have this thing down because we aren't having any of these problems. And then fast forward six months and yeah. it's like, oh, oh okay. That's what they were yeah. talking about. So I was so excited when the very first comment on our post yeah. was our friend Amanda, who actually literally last week got engaged and is getting ready to embark on a blended family for the first time. And she said, I'd really like to know how to make the transition to married easier on my kids. Okay. And I just commented back to her and said, my opinion, my only opinion is it takes time. Do you know how old her kids are? Yeah, they're like um, ninth grade and seventh uh, or eighth grade, I see, think. To me, and I I'm think... unsure if the person she's married has children. Okay. I've not seen pictures of his, of his children yeah. yet, so I'm not sure. So that's an interesting place to be in itself. But for me, and, and you probably can speak to this because you kind of had both ages, right. I think the older they get, yeah. probably the more difficult it will be. Because well, they've they've been the way they are always. You know what I mean? Like It's just like anything else. They're set in their ways, well, and this is the way it's been. So now everything's changing, and you're in that, that middle opinionated school, and I'm school. right, you're wrong <laughs> They don't face. even like their actual parents. No, they know? don't even like, yeah. <laughs> so they surely true. ain't going to like a step-parent, you know. That's or maybe they will because it's not actually their parents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, my daughter loves my husband way more yeah. than me. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the boys talk to my wife more than they do me, but... I think the younger they are, it's easier to model and set expectations right. for them 
yeah. than it is as a teenager who already has their own expectations. Right. Who well, and that was some of the own. issues Tana had because yeah. when we got married, now pre-marriage, Tana was the one who approached oh, yeah. my husband and said, when are you going to ask my mom to marry you? Like she was all for us getting married. Then we get married and all of a sudden this is the worst thing of her life. And I'm like, I'm confused. Like, I thought this is what you wanted. You were all excited. You love him. What's the problem? But, you know, to my then 15-year-old, we moved to his house. We sold all of our, you know, our couch, our this, our that. We moved everything into his home. You know, like, she felt like she lost everything everything she had. And then add in, me and Chris had decided early on, you know, now, granted, we will discipline our own children in a time needed, but we are going to discuss everything oh, together. Yeah. And so if Tana says to me, hey, can Maddie spend the night? I will say, let me talk to Chris yeah. and I'll let you know. Well, she'd never had that happen before. So it, it really stuck in her crawl. And she was like getting frustrated. Like, well, how come before just Maddie can say... Yeah. yeah, just because you got married, why can't why does you he just tell say? me? You right. know, like, and then all of a sudden, now this other person is speaking into her life. So I know for me, that was one of the things that my daughter really had. You know, yeah, she loved him. She wanted us to be married, but it was like all she saw, and her therapist explained it so well. She said, You getting married was not the problem. Right. You getting married was the last ice cube in an already full glass. Yeah. You know, she's a teenager, yeah. she's oh, dealing yeah. with all of these other things. And you just changed everything for her, her address, her, you know, and we let her pick out all new stuff for her room. So that was all great, but it was all new. It still was nothing of her previous life. You know what I mean? And so she was like, it was just that last ice cube that made the cup overflow. Makes totally sense. And so what I hear you saying in this is one, don't wait until you say I do to make some changes. Now we're not saying move in with people and we're doing that. What we're saying is. Maybe six months a year when you begin getting you got engaged, right? Start transitioning to hey, can Maddie spend the night? I don't right. know. Let Let's me talk say. to Chris, right? Or Absolutely. hey, by the way, when we do get married, or yeah, just set them down and say this is the expectations going forward because we didn't do that. No. We just were like we had the conversation as adults yeah. and we're like we don't need to cl- include the, <laughs> you know what I mean? You just right. don't things you don't think of, and so many people on this post had the same advice of not pushing a relationship with a step parent and being a step parent. Listen, don't try to replace the other parent. You know what I mean? Like with my stepdaughter, Alina, she has an amazing mom. Like I don't, I don't want to be her mom. I don't need to replace her mom, but I am a stepmom who lives in the home. You know, of course I expect her to respect me and those types of things, but like I'm never going to be like, you need to call me mom or, you know what I mean? Expect anything other than the relationship we have. And I always say to her, she asks something like, let's check with your dad and see what your dad yeah. thinks. You know what I mean? Like, unless it's like, should I wear this shirt or that shirt, <laughs> you know, or something like right. that. But just including the kids and not trying to be their mom. And the number one response out of all of the comments was spend quality time with just your children. Yeah. And I love that we had someone who grew up in a blended family yeah. commented from the kids' perspective. Our friend Stephanie said, make sure the children are able to spend some one-on-time with their biological parent. And I was like, that's awesome. She said, when my dad remarried, 
I was never again allowed to spend any time with just my dad, just the two of us. I understand it's very important to nurture a marriage, but children need time with their parent. I agree with Megan. Transitioning takes time. It does. And I think what she's saying is totally dead on correct. Yeah. Because. Well, you're like, we're a family. A, Let's all do this together. But there's also, okay, so they go from splitting time with you in your in your previous marriage right. or situation. Yeah. Then you, there's usually that window, that, that in-between yeah. before you get into another relationship mm-hmm. that is just you all yeah. in an apartment or in a house, yeah. dinner, homework, just mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And then all, all of a, of a sudden, sudden, yeah, there's, then you're, there's you're split another time. person. And, and I forget sometimes, you know, like I'm sit, just me personally, like I sit on the couch and watch TV or read my book and then my husband will be sitting in there and then Tana stays in her room. She's almost 17. She's in her yeah, room all the time. And so, you know, she'll come in and sit down for a second and then she'll be like, well, will you come to my room? Will you come in my room and lay with me for a minute? And I'm like, Tana, I'm, I'm reading. reading here, you know? And then like she'll go back to her room and I have that moment of like, I should just go there. Like, you know, right. I mean, she doesn't want to sit in here with everybody. She just wants some time with just me. But I'm the world's worst to be like, right? no, I, it's all about me. I'm reading and I want to sit in the living room. You know what I mean? So just kind of getting out of our own heads a little bit and right. just realizing like they're just wanting that time. So many people saying time, time. And I love it. Adding, yes, time alone with the kids. But you have to remember to spend time alone with your spouse. Yeah. You're not dating anymore. No. Y'all are living in the same house. That doesn't count as quality time. No. Like, you no, have to make the time to go out on a date, just the two of you, and continue to date each other. See, and that's for me, that's one of the places I struggle is like quality time to me is sitting on a couch watching a TV show. Yeah. And that's not quality time to right. my wife. Well, I was going to say, and different people have different, like that's quality time to me too. Right. But my husband wants to take me to the movies. Right. Like, he doesn't want to sit at home watching a movie. That's not quality time. But taking me to a movie, oh, yeah. he's like, we haven't, had, we haven't had a date. We haven't this or that. And I'm like, but well, we sat here we and watched sat, yeah. this. This is good. Like, so you need to figure out each other's love languages and find out, you know, and make sure everybody's getting what they need. But it's very important just to spend the time with each other. Hey, we want to take a quick second and thank our sponsor today of the Blended Podcast, and that's author Brian Sanders, mm-hmm. who just released his second book. Yeah. His first book was the number one on Amazon. Right. His second book is Be Like Dad, uh-huh. and it is 50 stories of life and leadership um, that he learned get, from his dad. Yeah, and you can also get this one on Amazon. It's yeah. on sale now at Amazon.com or at BrianSandersAuthor.com. Go check it out. It'll be a perfect Father's Day gift or even like a graduation gift. These life lessons, they're timeless. So I think one thing that you brought up in all of this, you said the word expectations. Amen. And I remember we we did some premarital counseling when mm-hmm. we, uh, you know, obviously the pastor that was going to marry us wanted to do some premarital counseling with us. Um, and there was one question that stuck out to me that I think has shaped and molded my marriage and even our blended marriage more than anything. What are your expectations? Yeah. Because what your expectations are right. might not be your spouses, mm-hmm. might not be your kids. Right. And you've got to see all three pieces right. of that puzzle. And once you can see it, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, so when I do this, you don't think that? Like, right. Because that's what I thought we were good on. Even down to 
what's your expectations, especially like in this situation, like I'm a guy, you know, when I get married, my wife in, in our society, right. the male woman roles in the house right. are kind of different. Right. They can be. Right. But what are they? Right. Do what? I expect you to cook the dinner or do I expect you to take the trash out? Or, or how do know? I expect you to help with the kids? <laughs> right. Or, or, or am I just going into thinking, okay, now we're married. Gonna she's going to be able to pick part. them up from school. Right. Or she's going to be able to do lay out the school clothes or pack the lunches. Right. And if I just go in thinking <laughs> right. that when we get married. That's going to happen. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to be not very happy. Right. I'm going to well, be very she's upset. she's not going to be very happy either. <laughs> well, but if I don't express it either, right. she's not going to know. No, well, I didn't know you wanted me to do that. And so. That's with me and my husband. Yeah. A lot of the time with his daughter, it's like, I don't want to step on his toes and like pack a lunch if he loves packing his daughter's lunch, you know? Right. So sometimes I won't do those things because I'm like, I know those are things you do with her or like bedtime routine. I don't care a bit to help, you know, with the shower and the reading and all of those things. But I also know he enjoys those things. So it's like, I don't want to step in there and be like, oh, I'll I'll do the reading tonight and I'll get her in the bed and, you know, we'll do the things. And yeah. then he's like, you know, bitter towards me because it's like, hey, this is my kid and this is my time, you know. And, and so. so my wife has has done a fantastic job of saying four words. Yeah. How can I help? Yeah. So that, that that leaves it, there's no guessing. Right. There's no, I'm just going to do. Yeah. It's, how can I help you? And I'll be like, listen. Right. I need, I need to lay out their clothes this, this, and I need this. their lunch pack. Can yeah. you help with either one of those? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or, hey, you know, I know that it's a busy week and you've got to get school and sports and, and, and you've got right. church and you got work and the podcast. Like, how can I help? Right. Well, you know, it'd be really great if on Tuesday you could help pick up yeah. Kingston or get Zeke or could right. you meet, you're going to be in Ashland. Could you meet my dad and get right. this? And, and so those words mm-hmm. have really helped us know what right. expectations could be. Absolutely. So if you don't know what to say and you're not sure what the expectations are, try what Jesse does and just say, how can I help? And I love that you brought up the, in your premarital counseling, yeah. they asked that question because. Um, it's highly recommended to create a list of shared values. Now, it right. sounds easy enough. Like, you know, well, we share the same values, but we're talking about expectations here. Yeah. And you'd be surprised the things that you differ in. And so after you make your list of values, then you get your top five. What are the most top five, you know, of these values that are the most important to me? And then compare your list because like you said, you think, oh, well, we've dated. I know we we feel the same way. And I, you just expect that the other person is going to be like, oh, okay, well, yeah. sure. Let's, I expected you to do that. And you did it. So bada bing, bada boom. And, and I think that's a lot dating. of the downfalls of many marriages is yeah. expectations and lack of planning and communication. Because, like, if you think about it, Meg, what you talked about, like, Tana got upset with, you and Chris always deciding things together. Right. You obviously had a conversation about that yeah. pre-marriage. But didn't include my kids. But here's the thing. <laughs> what would it have been like for right. your marriage if you would have just kept making every decision? Oh, yeah. What problems could have And not including arose? him. Right. At some know. point, he's going to be like, hey, 
Well, I didn't want her to go there tonight. I had these plans. You know, or, you, you know, I don't want Maddie here because I was going to do this. You know, I had this planned for us. You know, right. It's or just, I just don't feel like having. Right. I just wanted around. to be tired. You know, I'm tired. I just wanted to be in I the house, just wanna, us or whatever. Yeah. And and I think you think about it, and if you think about marriage in general, somebody leaves the toothpaste out, <laughs> and World War Three breaks out. Right. It's not about the toothpaste. No. That's the that's the last. <laughs> that's ice the cube ice cube. <laughs> that. All of a sudden, it's like, well, you never, you never include me. You just let Tana do whatever. You never ask me if people can come over. Right. And then all of a sudden, it's yeah. like, boom! That cup not only overflowed, but somebody turned the faucet on. <laughs> the and ice then cube. all of a sudden, you're trying to backtrack. You're trying to fix things. Right. And so, one thing that I wish we would have done mm-hmm. is like, how are you going to discipline them? Like, instead of right. being like, you're wait, you know, that was one of ours. Like. You just, you keep threatening. You never do anything. And that was like the third month in when it was finally the blow up of like seeing it happen where if we would have had a communication before being like, okay, so when we get married, there's a couple of things we need to talk about. One, what's our expectations? Two, how are you going to discipline the kids? What's my role in that? Right. How can I help you in that? And, and so we, we kind of, and it's probably don't tell my wife this. (laughs) 100% 100% my fault because I'm a... Tell his wife. <laughs> we'll figure this out. Right. Oh, why are we worried about this? We'll figure right. it out. We'll figure it out. We got this. We're a great team. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, if you'd figure it out before it happens, it makes life a little easier. Right. And so, I don't know. That would be my two advices. Yeah. Uh, pieces of advice would be, um, one... Make the list of expectations. Yeah. And two, have early communication start putting things into practice before right. you ever move into the same house and just be patient and remember um all studies show it takes time and typically as much as i mean me and derek have been doing this almost three years it takes about five years for all of this to get ironed out i mean in situations like mine with my 17 year old she'll probably be in college before we get this right. all figured out you know what i mean dealing with our younger daughter and i I think it's very important to remember, like we said, you know, to our friend Amanda in the beginning, you have went from dating. Mm -hmm. Your kids probably have spent, if you're lucky, a fourth of the time with this person that you have. Right. You know, kids don't go on our dates with us. No. You know, kids don't, they just see them briefly or if maybe you go to the zoo or something together. But other than that, your kids have not spent as much time with this person and his children as you have. So, of course... Everything is just peachy. Then you get married, and all of a sudden you've went from no kids around you when you guys are together to kids around all the time. You know, things are going to get on your nerves. Like Derek said earlier, you know, if one spouse is disciplining in one way and the other, you're going to be like, why is he not doing this? He should have grounded her. She should have done this. or she, You know, and those things are going to grate on your nerves and put you against your spouse. So there's got to be that communication. Sit down. Make the list. Set those expectations early and communicate them and try to at least get on the same page. And the other point that I think that needs to be made in this, so we've really talked about what's it look like for the marriage, like yeah. for the husband and wife. Mm-hmm. What's that look like for your kids? There's yeah. co- there's conversations that need to be had right. before you move in with them. Yeah. Like, hey, and especially for me, and it might be to a fault, but as a man— 
I'm always going to honor and protect my wife. Right. And if my kids are doing something right. that is not honoring or protecting her or right. respecting her, mm-hmm. we're going to have issues. Right. And so it's always going to look like I'm choosing her mm-hmm. over my boys. Yeah. And that's a thing that's came up in ours as well. If, you know, Tana is a teenager, she's 16. Yeah. If she gets mouthy with me or my husband feels she's disrespecting me, that is his tipping point. Like, oh, yeah. And, and and same with his daughter, which she's, you know, 10. Yeah. She's not so much, you know, the one that's she doesn't disrespect me or anything like that. But she's, she's getting there. She'll get to middle school. <laughs> It'll unleash, I'm sure. But he'll say something to Tana. That's the time he steps in, you know, without us really discussing it. And he'll step in with Tana and be like, don't talk to your mom that way. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't oh. happen a ton, but that's his breaking point. Is and I like, bet that doesn't don't disrespect. sit well with her at times. Right. Or it's, didn't sit well right. with her. Because in her mind, well, that's my mom. I'll talk to her however. You know, not that she's super disrespectful, but I'm just saying like. It happens. You know, she's a teenager. Right. So, and those are, that's the thing that, like you said, he, he just sees everybody's going to respect my wife, including right. our children, you know, right. anybody. And so if it is our kids that's disrespecting me. That will push him to the limit before anything else. But that conversation, even though my boys are young, of right. being like, hey, listen, there are going to be times that I'm go- it's going to look like I, I take Jesse's side. Right. It's going to look like times that I'm not on your side. Right. But I need you to know that when you're in a marriage, yeah. your job, your role as a husband <laughs> is to be a protector right. and provider yeah. and, and make sure that I your wife— I want you to model me when you get right. you know, So just the remember these times. And if it looks like that, then come to me and say, hey, dad, why are you always doing this? Like, this is how I felt. It's about, listen. (laughs) We're learning, y'all, all all of us. Why as humans, right, that can talk, hold conversation, Uh learn new languages, why are we the worst at communicating? I don't know. Do we just take it for granted? About serious stuff. I think we can communicate all day long about whatever, but when it gets down to the heart of things, it's like, I don't know how to express this. Feelings, emotions, problems. Just keep trying, y'all. Just keep digging. Mm. So that's our advice for you today. Uh, It takes time. Uh, Like we say about this entire process, there is no recipe. You cannot get on Pinterest and find a (laughs) five-step Here's how to make your blended family work perfectly. Yeah, to be the best blended family in the block. That's why we're asking these questions. That's why we're talking about these topics. And that's why we want your input. It's so important. We're going to keep asking questions. You can go to facebook.com backslash blended podcast. Like the page. That way, when we ask these questions, you can comment there. Me and Derek both try to share those, but it's so important for you to yep. see them there and join the conversation because y'all y'all make this what it is. We yep. need to hear from you. You know, we hope to be able to share stuff with you, like our friend Amanda, who's just starting out, yep. you know, and, and we remember being there. So it's so important to join the conversation. You can also go to at the blended underscore podcast on Instagram and join the conversation there. That's right. And so as we leave you today, we're going to leave you with this. If you take anything away from this episode and you know someone getting married, Mm -hmm. you're getting ready to get married in a blended family as yourself. One, set expectations. Right. And make a list. Share them. See if they align. Right. Two, set procedures and plans (laughs) and start them before the wedding bells ever happen. And go ahead and get a dry erase schedule. Because you've been in two separate households. Imagine what, you know, that one household and schedules getting combined. Make sure everybody knows, like, maybe Wednesday nights you love doing this, but it's like, oh, well, 
we always do this at this time on yep. Wednesday nights in my family. So it's yeah. like make sure your schedules are aligned. You are you everybody's on the same page before you ever move into the same home. Absolutely. And that was the third one. Make sure everyone's on the same page with <laughs> yeah. your procedures and your plans mm -hmm. and your expectations. Because if you know them and everybody else doesn't, you might as well not know them yourself. That's right. Thanks for listening to The Blended Podcast with Megan and Derek, a positive alternative radio production. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. You can learn more at walkfm.org.